0: We begin today in the Mishnah Adav the first Mishnah, the Tappir Yomut. Zog Mishnah, Kidashti Esbiti. A father comes along and says, "I was Mekadosh my daughter." This is a daughter which is a Ketano, and she's in the father's possession. He's Mekabel a Kaddushan for her. Kidashtiya, he says he was Makadish to someone, and and then afterwards the husband divorced her, and the father received the Get for her. She wasn't yet fully married, it was only after the Kiddushan, so the father is the one that receives the get for her. And this is all Kashihi Kitana. Vaharehi Kitana. And right now, when the father is saying this, she still is a katana. Nema. The father is believed to say this, and the significance of this is that now she would become possible to marry a Kain, because she's a Gerusha. Now, if the father came and said, I married her off, all, and then I received the get for her, And this all happened when she was a katana, when she was in my possession. But now she's a g'dayla, and at this point, the father doesn't have the ability to do this. So the father is not believed to say that this happened, or he did this for her. A third case, If a father comes and says, that my daughter was captured amongst Goyim. Now what happens with a, a Jewish girl that gets captured amongst Goyim, Rahman al is that because of a suffix that they wore mazana with her, so then she becomes possible to marry a Coyim as well. So the father says she was captured, and I redeemed her. Be'n she katana, be'n she g'dayla, whether she was a katana, <coughs> whether she was a g'dayla, when, when the father saying this, ain't it never. The father is not going to be believed to say anything about this. Okay, so the main thing the Gemara here is going to discuss is what is the pshat in this Mishnah? Why in the first case of the Mishnah is the father believed, and why in the other two cases of the Mishnah is the father not believed? <coughs> What's the big difference? Why in the beginning the reish of the Mishnah is the father believed to say regarding his daughter, which is still a Katana, that he married her off and he received the get and why in the seif is he not believed? The other two cases in the Mishnah is he not believed. Says the Gemara, the answer is reish be in the Rashi, since his daughter is still a katana right now, so it's in the father's hands to be Mekadishar. And then if the husband wants to divorce her, who's the one that receives the get? It's the husband that's the one that receives the get. So therefore, if the, since this is in the father's hands to do this, he's believed. Rashi says that this is what's called Maler l'shakir. Since it's something that he can do now, he can passel his daughter in this way, so why would he lie about this? If he had an interest to passel his daughter of marrying a kind? he doesn't want his daughter to marry a certain kind. he can go ahead and do this. So therefore, if he says that he did this and that this happened, he'll be, he'll be believed. But safer when it comes to the seife, la Seyfe, this is something which is not in his hands anymore. Both in the second case of the Mishnah, when his daughter is right now a Gedayla, so she's not in his possession to marry her off. And in the, in the last case, where he says that she got captured and he redeemed her, this that the Goyim should capture her is not in the father's hands to make this happen. So therefore, in those cases, when he's saying that a psul happened to his daughter in a way that he it's not something that he can do anything about it, so therefore over there, the father is not believed to say such a thing happened. Okay. There's another detail here that's it's relevant for the Hemshech of the Gemara. When a, a Jewish girl gets captured amongst Goyim, there's actually a bigger psul than if she got married and got divorced. Because if she gets captured amongst Goyim, not only is she going to be puzzled to marry a Goyim, because she's a Grusha, but she's also going to be puzzled to eat from Truma. So it's an additional psal, that once the the Ramazana with her, she becomes puzzled to eat from Truma. An additional psal. And that's something that's not in the father's hands to do. Okay, so now the Gemara over here asks on the last case of the Mishnah, that... The father does not what we understand in the second case, when she's now a gedailah, so his daughter is out of the father's possession. There's nothing that the father can do to be a to, to, that she should get divorced. But in the last case of the Mishnah, which is that she became puzzled by... The fact that people captured her. So this, the Gemara also said, it's not in the father's hands, the her. But in that the Gemara asks, is this, is this not in the father's hands? Isn't it in the father's hands to marry off his daughter to a chalol? Who's a chalol? A chalol is a pasler kain. A chalol is, is someone that was born from a kain godl let's say, that married an almana. When a kain godal married an almana, he's not allowed to marry an almana. A child that's born is a and a a, a, a a girl that gets married to this khalal the What happens is, then she becomes puzzle from kahona. She becomes pasul from marrying a kain, she becomes pasul b'chlal from kahona. I think also from meeting truma, she becomes pasul. So if so, why are you saying? That when the father says that his daughter was captured, and she's pasul to kahona, that it's not, not something that the father could cause. True, the father can't cause that she should become captured, but the father could puzzle her by marrying off to this chalal. Says so, the Gemara, hal lekashya. That's not a question because we can say that Rabdusoy ben Yehuda. Our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabdusoy bin Yehuda, which is actually brought later here in this Masechta. The Omar, he said, benoys Yisrael mikve tara lachalalim. That benoys Yisrael are a mikve tara for chalalim. What this means is he said that uh, a chalal, a daughter from this Chalol that married the Bas what happens is that uh, the, the, the children, the children of uh, this, the, the Bas Yisrael, that is, a, a daughter that's born from this marriage of the Chalol, is actually kosher to go get married to Akain. That's what Rabbi Stoy ben Yehuda says. And similar, so Rashi says, he also holds that the same thing also regarding so, uh, the, someone that marries a Chalol, and then the husband, the Chalol, dies, this wife that married the Cholol does not become possible to Kona. And the gemara's question was that if you marry a Cholol, a Kayin, which is a Cholol, now you become possible to marry any Kayin. But Abdus ibn ben Yehuda holds no that the, the daughter that's born from this marriage is not possible to marry a Kayin. And the wife of this Cholol, if the husband, the Cholol, passes away, is not possible to marry a Kayin. So therefore, it's not. this is not something that will passle the daughter. Okay, now the main the main point of here is that it will not passle. From, from eating truma. That's the point that Rashi points out of here, because L'Chaira, you could argue regarding the, this, this case of the Mishnah, where the Mishnah is talking about the father saying that the daughter was captured. We're talking even about a daughter that's a katana. The father could certainly marry her off, and then she'll become divorced, and then she'll be possible to marry a kain. But he won't have the kaiach to pass her from eating truma. That's the main thing that we're talking about over here, a full psal. And this, the Gemara is saying is, no, that... The girl that marries a halal, when the husband, the halal, dies, she can still go and marry a kasharakayan. But the Gemara asks further, here the Gemara is going to go through different cases, different possibilities, that it's still possible for the father to passle his daughter from marrying a kayan and even eating trume. How is that? The father can go and marry off his daughter to a mamzer. And when a Jewish girl marries a mamzer, what happens is, she becomes then puzzle to to, to marry a kayan she becomes puzzle to eat trume, so the father could do that as well. Says the Gemara, no actually the father can't, because our mission is following Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Rabbi Kiva has a unique opinion, and we learned about this many times in the Gemara and Yavamis, that a, a, a kiddushin that's Asr, even if the Isr is only a the whole kedushin does not take effect, Bahlal. Most Hanoim hold, that only when it comes to a Isr, which is a of Khoris, then the kedushin does not take effect. If it's a of the Isr is only a then the kedushin takes effect. And therefore the difference would be, if the kedushin does take effect, then it would passel her. Because she married someone that's forbidden. But Rabbi Kiva says, when you marry off your daughter to a mamza, which is an Israelav, then the whole kedushin doesn't take effect. If the, if the whole thing is zero, it doesn't take effect, Michla, so it doesn't passel her. But the Gemara asks further, almona godel. But how about if the case would be that his daughter, which is a katana, is already an almana? She married someone, and that man died, and now the daughter went back into the father's possession, Okay, because when she's still a katana, and the person that married her didn't fully marry her, it was only after Kedushin, so now his daughter is a katana, but she's also an almana. Now the father could go ahead and marry off his daughter as an almana to a gadol, which is obviously an isr of alav, and it's a psal. And in such a case, the gemara is now asking and assuming that according to Rabakive, this marriage will take effect, when Rabbi Kiva said that the marriage would not take effect, that's only a iselav like mamzer, noson, different kinds of laven like that. That over there the kedushin would not take effect and therefore would not passel her. But if his father is an almane, not father again, if the daughter is an almana, then he could marry her off to a kohen gadol and the kedushin would take effect and he would passel her. So why does the Mishnah say in the last case that a father can't passel his daughter to say that, and he therefore he's not believed to say that she was captured, if there is a certain scenario, if a daughter was on almane, that he could postle her? Says the Gemara, and this, with this question over here follows what Rab says, the Tanya, Rab when Rab explained Rab Kiva's opinion, and he said as follows, Rab Kiva says, so what happens is, if you marry someone, which is an isalav, the child that's born is a Mamzer. These two points go together. If the Kiddushan is not Toifis, so then the child that's born is a Mamzer. So again, as I mentioned before, most Hanoim hold that only by an Issa like an Eshoshish or other Isurim of Kodis, over there the kedushin doesn't take effect and the child that's born is a Mamzer. But by a isser the condition does take effect, and the child that's born is not a mamzer. It's an isser, but it, the condition still takes effect, and the child is not a mamzer. However, Rab Simo explains, Rabbi Kivo holds that by any isser the condition does not take effect, and the child will be a mamzer. Chutz <laughs> By almano Al- le'koin gadol is also is lav, but there it's an exception. The Kedushan will take effect and the child will not be a mamzer. <speaking an foreign language> because over here we see when the Teide says the lav, the Teide says <speaking an Indian language> that a koin should not marry an Almana, And then it says, <speaking an Indian> Don't desecrate the child that's born. What does this mean? <speaking an Indian> what it does is that the child that's born is the halal, <birches> But the child that's born is not a mamzer. So from here he learns out that the Kedushan does take effect. And the child will not be a mamzer. See, if so, this is the question of the Gemara, a father could passel his daughter if she's an almana by marrying her off to a kain gadol, and then that will passel the, 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 the girl from then marrying a kain, because she just married the Psol and therefore it will passel her. Says the Gemara, we're going to have to say that our Mishnah follows a different opinion. Rabbi our Mishnah goes according to the opinion of Rabbi Shevov that actually learned what Rabbi Kiva said differently. The Omar, Rabbi Shevov said about Rabbi Kiva's opinion that he actually disagreed with Rabbi Kiva, but we could see how he understood Rabbi Kiva's opinion. He said, Let us come and protest and scream against the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva would say, Lebi Anyone that does not have a, a beer, beheaded, that's not getting married in a way that it's allowed, amongst in, in Eden, have mamzer. The child will be a mamzer. In other words, Rabbi Sheva was saying, look what Rabbi Kiva is doing. He's being marred by mamzay be Israel. He's saying that any kind of marriage which is not allowed, the child will be a mamzer. That includes even an almanah to a kohen gadol. The condition does not take effect. So the way Rabbi Sheva understood what Rabbi Kiva says shows that if the father would marry off his daughter, which is an almanah to a kohen gadol, it won't pass her because the marriage does not take effect. That's what Rabbi Sheva said about Rabbi Kiva. But now, here the Gemara points out, there's yet another option that we can argue, how a father could passle his daughter. Oh, Rabbi Sheva, shaper. If what Rabbi Sheva here was saying, that let's scream against Rabbi Kiva, he was saying this as an opinion of himself, meaning he was looking at what Rabbi Kiva said, that, that anyone, that there's an iser bia, that you're not allowed to get married, the child that's born is a mamzer, and the marriage does not take effect. If that's what a shave of men, so then that includes take any case. Now what the Gemara is about to say here is, what the Gemara is focusing on now is, it is another situation. Till now we're talking about a isser or a isser but then there's certain things which is only a isser What's only a isir asay not to marry a Mitzri or an Adomi for the first three generations. Over there, the Torah never says a lav to marry someone that's Megayah, someone that's Megayah from Mitzri and Adoimi. There's no Iser Lav in that. There's an Iser Asay. Because the Torah says an Essa that you have to wait three generations. If you marry before those three generations, you're over on an Iser Esay. Now the question is, when Rabbi Kiva said that the child that would be born from a marriage that's forbidden will be a Mamzer, the marriage doesn't take effect and the child is a Mamzer, did he say that about this Isr of Essa as well? So now the Gemara says... If Rabbi Yishevah was saying time so then Rabbi Yishevah in his words, what he was saying was any time when there's an iser bia, the marriage does not take effect and the child is a mamzer, including an iser eser. So there's no option of a father to passle his daughter by marrying her off to a mitzri because the marriage wouldn't take effect. But time that But if all Rabbi Yishevah was trying to say is that Rabsimoy is wrong. Apsimoi said that Rav holds that when Almana marries a Kohen Gadol, the child is not a Mamzer. And on that, Apsimoi was coming to say that even there, when Almana marries a Kohen Gadol, the child will be a Mamzer. But even Rabbi Sheva will agree that if the Iser is only a Eser, then Rabakive will be made there that the child is not a Mamzer. And the marriage takes effect. You see, if so, our question on our Mishnah would be, The father still has a way of how to passel his daughter to a Kohen by marrying his daughter off to, to a Mitzri or an daimi in the first three generations, it's an Issa Esa, the Kiddushan takes effect, and because she married someone which is Asr to her, that passes this girl, his daughter, of marrying a Kayin. So why are we saying that it's not Biyodai to passel his daughter? It is Biyodai to pastle his daughter. So after all of this, the Gemara comes and says that the whole pshat we said here in the Mishnah is incorrect. Omer Avashi, Sarevashi says, Wetizbere. Is this logical, B'chlal, to say that the pshat that we said in the Mishnah is correct? Reishah, what did we say? That in the Reisha the father is believed, Mishundu He's believed to say when his daughter is still a Kitan, he's believed to say that he was Makadashur the and then he received a get for her and he passes her to a Kayan. And we said, why is he believed? Because it's in his hands to do this. So he's asking this, is this really in his hands? The father could marry her off to someone to whoever he wants, but liyode he receive a get for her? The husband is the one that has to decide if he wants to give or get. You can't say that this is in the father's hands to do this. Void another point. Even when we say that a father has the possession of his daughter to marry her off to whoever he wants, but it's dependent also on the man. The man has to agree to marry this girl. Me, so if this person says, like <laughs> that he's not interested in marrying his daughter, is he able to marry off his daughter to whoever he wants against the will of this man? The father can't just go and marry off to whoever he wants. So but what is pointing out is, what's the Pshad in the Resha of the Mishnah? How can we say that in the Resha of the Mishnah, a father is believed to say that he married off his daughter and received a get for her? Because it's in his hand. It's not in his hands to do this. Hello, Ravashi. So therefore, Ravashi says, the Pshad in the Mishnah is different. Reishe, in the Reishe of the Mishnah, when a father has a daughter, which is a katana, Rachmanahemne. The Pusik says that a father's believed, not the possession the father has over his daughter, is also that, that the Taita says that he has the possession in the sense that he, we trust him to, to tell us what the status of his daughter is. How do I know that a father is believed to say the status of his daughter, which is still a katana, and we will trust what the father says. And again, And we see that the father is believed for this. That he says, I married off my daughter to this man. Leish, the moment the father says that I married off my daughter to a man, and he doesn't identify who that man is, Asra. He asks her, now she can't marry anyone if the father will not identify who that man is. And then Hazet, when the father says, it's this man, he teed up in his swim. Now he says that this is the man who I was in my daughter to, and now he's mad to her to go and get married to him. So what do we see? Hemne, Rachmane, La'av, the Tayre believed a father when his daughter is a Katana to say that who she married and what the status of his daughter is, whether she's kosher to get married to a Kayin and not. So to say also that he received a get for her, this is part of the possession, part of the keikh, that her father is believed. That's when the daughter is a katana. In the middle case of the Mishnah, the daughter is a gadaila. So the other father is not believed to say anything about her. And in the last case, Bishvuya loyemne. In the last case of the Mishnah, even though his daughter is still a katana, and l'chaydeh by a katana, father is believed to say what her status is, but he's only believed to say what her status is regarding marriage but not regarding this that she got captured that's it's not says, to get to captivity so regarding therefore regarding that the father is not believed person that said when he passed away or right before he passed away i have i have sons meaning even if i didn't have any children from this marriage but i have i had sons from i had children from a different marriage Neman. he's believed to say this. Now, what is he accomplishing by saying this? He's basically now being mad his wife to go get married to whoever he wants. It looks like that he had no children here. We don't know of any of his children. So when he dies, his, do- his, his wife is going to be also to marry anyone and she has to have either Yibam or Khalidzah. But now he's believed to say, no, 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 I already had children and therefore my wife is Mutter. He's being mad his wife. However, if before he, ma- he passes away, now, it, it, as far as we don't know, if he, that he, he doesn't have any children, but we also don't know that he has any brothers. And before he passes away, he comes and says, Yeshli Achim, I have brothers. And therefore, there's someone that will have to do yibum for my wife. If there's no brothers, then there's no yibum. He comes and says that there's brothers, and now he's asserting her. She thought that there's no brothers, and she'll be able to get married to whoever she wants. He's not Naaman to ask her. So, Dr. Gemaret, Gemaret will explain all this. Let's see. So the Gemara alma now from our Mishnah, what I see is nemon A husband is believed to be lenient to be matter his wife to go get married by saying that he had sons from a previous marriage. But he's not nemon to say that he has brothers to ask her to say that she has to have yibum. That's what our Mishnah is saying. It says the So it seems like our Mishnah is not following what Abnasan says. The Tanya and Abraisa we learned the shas kiddushin. What happens if when it came to the time of marriage? And he was getting married to this woman. So Amma he tells her, Yes, bonim, I have children from another marriage. He's basically telling his wife that, Don't worry, if I die, you're not going to be stuck with of them because I already have children from another marriage. But then what happened was, right before he passed away, he comes and tells her, What I told you is not true. I just didn't want you to worry. But the truth is, I don't have any children. Bishas, or what happens in the reverse? Bishas, kedushin Omar, if when he when he came to marry her he tells her don't worry I have no brothers you'll never be stuck with my brothers with Yibum but then Bishas misa when he passed when he's about to pass away he tells her that no yeslo I do have brothers says the verse Nemon he's only believed to, what he believed to say to be mad to her to go get married to someone else so what he said at the time of kedushin which is mad to her that is he's believed to say or it vei lesser. The husband is not believed to come and tell her, "Oh, I don't have any sons," or that I do have brothers to ask her. That is not believed. Rabbi, this is what Rabbi says. So this seems to be just like what it says in our Mishnah that he's only believed to be matter and not believed to ask her. Abnasa Abnasa says no. lesser. The husband will also be believed to ask her if he comes and says, "Now that I have brothers, or that I don't have sons, he'll be believed to ask her as well. That she'll not be obligated to have you." Ye- so it seems like Ravnasan is not what our is the opposite of what our Mishnah says. So my Rav, Rav says, no, it's not a contradiction to our Mishnah. Ravnassan can fit with what our Mishnah says as well. Why? Because Shani Hossam over there and the Brah it's different. Kivin, the Bishas, Mise since we see it, that at the time when he passed away, so he's changing of what he already had told her when he came to marry her, this itself is a svara to say that what he's saying is true. Because we, we see over here that the reason why is he saying this, Bishasi passes away, He's saying this, he passes away because he's basically having a hirot chuvah. He's like, when, when, he, when he married her, he was saying to his wife that I had sons from another marriage or I have no brothers because he probably wanted to marry her. He didn't want her to be concerned that one day she may be stuck with Yibum, So he told her this. But now, before he passes away, why, why is he telling her something different? He, he's, he wants to say the truth before he passes away. That's what it looks like over here. So therefore, it's in such a case that Rab says that kushta that he's saying the truth. Whereas in our Mishnah, Rab would agree to what it says in our Mishnah, a husband that passes away, and right before he passes away, all of a sudden, he comes up with this new thing. Oh, by the way, you're going to be us sir. you can't marry anyone else. Before he passes away, why, why is he saying this now? Why is he making problems now? Over here, there's a suspicion that he's only saying this, that he wants to be Mitzayah, that he has something against his wife and he wants to cause her pain. So therefore, in this case, we're not going to believe her. That's the Rav to be mechalik between the Mishnah and the Brisa. Like, Abayah Abaya doesn't accept this chat. Abayah says, no. This svar is actually the opposite. The love, isn't this a kalb ha'imeir? When the husband, now, when he passes away, is coming and saying, what I told you when I married you was a lie. He's coming and changing from what he told you before. Nevertheless, you're saying that we trust what he says now, even though we have a reason to say that what he's saying now is not true because he himself said differently before. And nevertheless, Rab Nassim says we believe him now not only to be Matter but also to Aser. So in the Mishnah, where the husband didn't say anything differently previously, he's just now coming and telling her a fact that I have brothers or that I don't have sons. Like Hoshikain, for sure, Rab Nassim would say in our Mishnah that we believe what the husband says to Aser her. So Rabbi doesn't accept this, this, this difference. But the fact that he's not changing from what he says before is a swara that we should believe him, even more so to, to Aser. So the Chayda, again, it seems like what it says in our Mishnah is different than what Rabbi Nassim said. So Elam, Rabbi, Rabbi, gives a different shot that you have to know the main point of here is the Chazokeh. What was the previous status before the husband opened his mouth? That's the main point there, which is the difference between the Mishnah and the Braiseh. What our mission is speaking about is. The situation is we don't know of any brothers that this husband has, and we don't know of any sons that he has. So therefore, dumb So therefore, we say. If we don't know of any sons that he had previously, and we don't know of any brothers that he had, what does that mean? If we don't know of any sons or brothers that he had previously, so what's this, his wife's status right now? Her status is that there's no yibum. That's the chazakah. Because there's no brothers. True, he has no sons, but there's no brothers either. So, therefore, oh, my yeshli banen when he says, I have sons, neman, he's going to be believed. Because by saying he has sons, he's not going against that chazake. The status is that there's no yibum, and now he's saying that he has sons, weiter, there's no yibum. He's not breaking that status. But if he comes and says, yesh that I have brothers, and an Emma, then he's not going to be believed. because He's not believed to go against the chazakeh that we have, that he has no brothers and no sons. And now he comes and says, I have brothers, he's saying something against the chazakeh. So the difference over here is not whether to be mater or to answer. that's not the point. The point is, when he's being mater, he's not going against the chazakeh. When he's trying to ask her, he's going against the Chazakeh that we had that until, until this point, that uh, she, she didn't need any evil. That's the case of the Mishnah. Isa, on the other hand, what's the B'raisa talking about? The Muxiklon Ba'achi, that this person has, we, as far as we know, there's a Chazakeh that he does have brothers. and And as far as we know, he has no sons. So now over here, what's the previous status of this woman, of his wife? That she is in yibum. So now, over here, when the husband comes along, now this is over here in the B'raise, what was the case? The husband first spoke to his wife when he came to marry her. Not when he was dying, but when he came to marry her, now the husband comes along and says that, don't worry, you're not going to be in yibum. So again, there was a previous status that she is in yibum Because there's brothers... And he has no children from a previous marriage. And now the husband comes along and says, either he comes and says, I have no brothers, or he comes and says that, uh, he comes to say that she's not going to be chayv in yibum. Ma'le l'shakir. So over here, we say, Damrino, we say, Ma'le l'shakir. Why should the husband lie about this? When he comes to marry her, and he's trying to tell her that she's potter from yibum? there's a reason to believe the husband that she's, that he, when he tells her that now her status is that she's potter from yibum. Why? Ma'le Shakir. What does the Gemara mean by Ma'le Shakir? My comma, what is he trying to say? Lumturamyab that she shouldn't have to do have any ybum. If he wants to assure her that she shouldn't be worried that she'll be stuck with yibum, he can just tell her and assure her in a very easy way. Don't worry if before I pass away, I'll give you a get. And if he gives her a get, she won't need to need she won't need to have any yibum. Right? So, when he comes, again, the previous status of this woman was that she was high in Yibbun, Because we didn't know of any sons that he had before, and we know that he has brothers. But now, when he comes to marry, he wants to assure her that she will not have to have yibum. And what is he telling her? Because why won't you have to have yibum? Because I have no brothers. We believe him. Why? Because he has such an easy way at of her from Yibbam. Malay Lashaker. This is the concept of migra, right? Malay we So, therefore, we trust him to say that he, has, that he uh, does not have brothers. That's what, what. Therefore, we believe him for what he said at the time when he married her. Now the question becomes: After what he when he said what he said when he married her, that she will not chayiv in yibum. Now, before he passes away, he switches. Before he passes away, he comes and says, "No, I'm sorry to let you know you will be chayiv in yibum because I do have brothers." Now what happens now? So here there's the Machlaikis of Rabbi Rab Nasan. Rabbi Savar, Rebbe Holds, Ki edim Domi. When he said, when he came to marry her, that you're not gonna be chaib in yibom, and we trusted him because of this migul. the trust goes so far. That it's equivalent to Edim, and therefore va'asu Edim, his words now are so powerful like Edim and akri chazake. It uproots the first status that she had before he opened his mouth to speak to her when he married her. What was the first status that she is chayiv in Yibum? But now that the husband said that I have no brothers, and he and he said that she's not chayiv in Yibum, so this created a new chazake, a new status that she's potted from Yibum. Now once there's this new status that she's spotted from Yibum, and it's as strong as Adem, it's a migu. And in this migu here, the Gemara says is as strong as Adem. Now before he passes away, there's no way you can come and tell her that, sorry, you are going to be high in Yibam. Because then he's speaking against a chazakeh. Which chaza- chazakeh? Or actually against Adim, even more so. Now he, this this Adim that uprooted the previous status that said that she was Chayiv and Yibum, and now we have what he said when he married her, which is Amigu, which is as strong as Adim. So therefore, we now have Adim that say that she's Potter from Yibum. So there's a new status that we have now that she's Potter from Yibum. So he can't come now before he passes away to say that you're going to be Chayiv and Yibum. That's Revi's opinion. However, Rav Nosson says, Mali the fact that we believe the husband when he married her to say that she'll be potted from Yibum. So yet we believe her, we believe the husband taker because he has a migu, because he could have given her a get, he could have t- assured her that he would give her a get. So he's believed with that, but it's not as powerful as Adam. It doesn't mamish create a totally new status over here. Ki domi. So the fact that we believe the husband at that point is only as strong as a chazake, and le'asi chazake v'okra chazake legamri. So this, the words that he says now to her that she's going to be potter from Yibum is not powerful enough to completely uproot the previous status that she had that she was chayiv in Yibum. It sort of it it equals it out. Rashi explains what happens is as long as long as the husband says that she's potter from Yibum, so we're going to accept that status. Because it, it takes away the previous status that she was high in Yibam, but it doesn't completely uproot it. We, we sort of don't know, we don't have reason to say now that she would be Chayiv in Yibam, but we're not 100% sure. It doesn't create like Aden Mamish, a new status that she's spotted from Yibam. So therefore, so we, so we are, we are going to believe the husband at that point. There's a cloud that actually says, A person that says something, and he's not gaining anything out of it. He would just cause someone else to sin. Why would he say such a thing? So when he comes and tells his wife, when he's marrying her, that he's trying to assure her that you won't have to do yibum, so we trust him at that point. But, on the other hand though, if before the husband passes away, he comes and says, sorry to let you know, you are going to be chayvin yibum, we're going to say now that this goes back to the previous status that she had before he spoke to her, when he married her, and the previous, the first status that this woman had was that she is chayvin yibum. Because the, that first chazaka was never totally uprooted. The words that he said when he married her, he's believed and is a mali but it doesn't completely uproot that first status. So therefore when he speaks now, before he passes away and says she's chayiv and Yibbom, he's going to be trusted in that. That's the shot over here. Okay, let me just say one, one short point over here. This gemara is unique. Here it says in the gemara that the koyach of a mali which is known always in the gemara also as a migu, is as strong as adam. You won't find this anywhere else in gemara usually the Gemara does not consider Migu to be as strong as Adam. Adar is the strongest thing in the world. The Gemara clearly says that Migu cannot go against Adam. But over here, the Rishayim have different explanations of why this Migu here is different. Over here, this Migu, where it's to give or get, is, is a stronger kayak to this Migu, more than any regular Migu. So this is not a usual concept. Okay, let's go right to the next Mishnah. A person marries off a daughter of his to a man, and he doesn't specify which daughter. So now he has daughters which are in his possession to marry off, and he has daughters in his possession that are not his to marry off. So, Eina Beigris Bechlal. Now, th- so he didn't tell this man who he married, which daughter is ma- married to him. So if he has a daughter which is a Begeres, which is after 12 and a half, it's not in the father's possession, so it's not included, and in, there's, no, there's no possibility Bechlal, so there's no chshash that that's what the marriage is for. So who, again, so who who's the one that would be married here? A daughter which is a katana or an ida, that's who we married off to this man another case like the gemara, the mission that is we had this brought in the gemara before on daphna Alaf. there's a chazada over here this mission and the gemara here is a chazara from what we learned before on daphna so the next case over here is as follows person has two sets of daughters of two wives that he married an older set of daughters and a younger set of daughters from two wives, Kidashti Esbitiya and he tells a man I'm being makadish to you, my daughter, which is a godila, the old, the older one now, but it's not clear though what he meant by the godddala. let's say he has four daughters, two from the older set and two from the younger set of the younger wife. yideya. now I don't know what he, what he means by this when he says this, does it mean the be is that he married off the oldest the oldest of the oldest set, or he means the older one of the younger set of daughters, or maybe he means the younger one of the older set, which is older than the younger set. So it could be any of these. The husband just said to her, man, I'm being Mekadishu to my older daughter, and he didn't specify. So what happens is, all of them are going to become us, they're all going to need a, a get from this man because we don't know which one it is that the husband married off. The only one that doesn't need a get is the youngest of the youngest set because that definitely can't be referred to as Gedailah. That's Rabmeir's opinion. says, All of them are going to be Besides the Gedailah, besides the very oldest one they're all going to be mutter. Because Rav Meir holds, when a person says something, so then his words that he, say, that he says, which are not clear, a person sometimes says things in a way that are not clear. And when he said g'dayla, it could be any of those g'dayla that could be defined in g'dayla in any way, even though it's a suffix, It creates a suffolk here. Rav Yehissi he says it doesn't work that way. When a person speaks... He means something which is clear, unequivocal. So he means. He couldn't have meant anything else. And the Gemara says the, the, the same exact thing, the other way around. If a person comes and says that. I'm marrying off my daughter, which is the katana to you. And now he, he comes and says, when I said, I'm marrying you off to, to, to you, my daughter, Katana," I didn't specify because I meant one of my daughters of the katanas And it, it doesn't, he, I don't know which one it was. Oi, so he doesn't know if it's the Kitana is, is it the youngest one? Oi, Kitana, is, is it the younger one from the older group? Oi, Kitana, or it's an old, older one from the, from the younger group, Shei is, because she's still younger from the older group. So, Kolon all of them are going to be Yasser, because in some way, they could all be defined as Ketanam. Besides the very oldest one, which will not be Yasser. Similar to what we said before. Rabbi Yaisi says, Kolon Mutareis, all of them are going to be allowed. Besides the very youngest one, since the very youngest one is clearly that when a person speaks, we say what he meant is what it could mean exclusively this, and that's clear that he meant Ketanam Shabeketanis, not anything else. The Gemara will explain why the Mishnah basically has to say the same thing twice. It's saying the same point regarding G'dayla and regarding Katana. Okay, but the Gemara goes back now to the first part of the Mishnah. Frek the Gemara, what did it say in the first part of the Mishnah? A person has a Baigeres, he has a daughter which is out of his possession, he has daughters which are Katanas. So what did it say? That the Baigeres is for sure not who he married off because he can't. So it says to the Gemara, But if he has daughters which are is, and he tells a man that I was mekaddish to you, my daughter's ketanos, So, and he doesn't specify which daughter is being Makadish. so both of them will not be in this Safi Kedushin. Shamet Minah, can't we prove from here, Kedushin she'ein misudin lebiyeh, that when you have a Kedushin, and here it's two sisters, and it's not clear to which sister he married off. And so he, this man can't have a relation with any one of them, because you might be having a relation with the sister of your wife. So even though this is a kiddushin where there's no possibility to have any relation, have a kiddushin. nevertheless this is a kiddushin. And this was the Machlekes and the Gemara and Daphne and Aleph between Abay and Rave, by a kiddushin which there's no be it possible whether the kiddushin takes effect. And here we see that the kiddushin does take effect. The Gemara there brought the exact same question. So the G'mon answers, as we learned before already, what is it talking about over here? The case actually over here is that he only has one daughter, which is a begedes, and one daughter, which is a katana. So what the Mishnah is saying is, it's not the begedes which is married, it's only the katana, that's it but the Mishnah uses a plural term, when it comes to the older daughters that are out of his possession, it uses a plural term of which indicates that the younger daughters that are in his possession are also more than one. So how could you say there's just one and one Katana? So the says that plural term is not a question, My the alma. it doesn't mean that he has more than one daughter which is older. It's saying that anybody in such a situation that has an older daughter, that older daughter is not in, in, not in the suffix. But, it's, but this person here only has one daughter. Okay, but now that we want to ask another question, if that's the case over here, then pshita, then isn't the case of the Mishnah very obvious? We know that the baguette is out of his possession, and the katana is. Why would I think that when a father married off a daughter to somebody, and he doesn't specify which one, why would I think that the baguette is included in that? And since the Gemara, the Khidish over here is as follows. The Shavyi say, Shliach, even his daughter, which is out of his possession, she appointed the father to be a Shliach, to marry her off. Now, the Tehima, I would think to say, when a father received a Kiddushan from a man, for one of his daughters, didok, So now it's not only for the Katana, it could be also for the Begedess, even though the Begedess is out of his possession, but she made him a Shliach. So maybe he received the Kedushin for this Begetus that appointed the father to be a Shliach for her. That's why the Mishnah is saying that even when the Begetus made the father a Shliach, the father will not leave a Kedushin of something which he has a naw from it, which is the Kitana, because he gets to keep the Kess of Kedushin for himself. And he would marry off his daughter, Abigadest, where he does not get to keep the of Kidushan, Even if the daughter appointed him to be a Shliach, but who gets the of kedushin? He has to give it to his daughter. She's independent. He's just doing a Shlichas to marry her off. But the Gemara asks him that, Milo Yaskinon, if she's saying that she appointed him as a Shliach, can't it be that the case over here is the Omra Le? She said to her father, the money of kedushin will belong to you. So he has a non, either case, so, why would we say that the father, that the condition goes on the katana, not on the baguettes? The father has a no in either case. Philahachi, answers, nevertheless, I would say, Loy Shavik Inish mitzvah Ramiale, person does not leave a mitzvah that is upon him. He has a mitzvah to marry off his daughter a katana, Vavid mitzvah de Ramialay. And he would go and do a mitzvah or do something which is not a mitzvah that is his obligation, it's not a daughter which is in his possession. So therefore that's what the khiddish of the mission is. He has one daughter of a one daughter a katana, and nevertheless the father is marrying off his daughter the katana. He'd rather marry off his daughter a katana. The next case of the Mishnah was Mishi a person has two the two sets of daughters. The Gemara brought the Machlaikas of Rav Meir and Rav both when the father said that he's marrying off the Gedoyla and when the father said he's marrying off the Katana. Why did it bring both of these cases? Says the Gemara, it has to say both of these cases. The and Kamaisa, if it would only say the case where the father says he's marrying off his daughter a Gedoyla and he used the term Gedoyla and it's not clear who the Gedoyla, who the older one is, Maybe over there, Rav Meir says that the term Gudela could include anyone that's older than someone else in the whole the set of daughters here. Since there is a younger daughter than this, so he refers to the Gadaila as Gadaila. So Rashi explains the reason is because a father using the term Gadaila is a praise, is something positive. So maybe he used the term Gadaila to say that even though it's not my oldest daughter, but he wants to tell this man that he's married, that's marrying his daughter, oh, I'm giving you my older daughter. It's a way of praise. So that could be referring to any of his daughters. Ava, when it comes to the other case where a father said, Ketano, why would he use the term katano if he's not talking about the very youngest daughter? He's not trying to say any praise by using katana. Katana is not a praise. So then why would it be referring to anyone? Maybe over here, Maybe over here, he would agree to the Ketano, LaAch, the That he would only use this term, which is the opposite of praise, to say that she's young, only if he would be referring to the, the one that's actually the youngest one. On the other hand, if I would only say this case, I would say, maybe I would say only in the last case over here by Kitana, Rabiesi says that he for sure meant the youngest one because there's, there's no praise in this, so he probably meant the youngest one. Avo Bahach, when it comes to a father saying that he's marrying off a Gedailah, maybe we would say that Abyeisi agrees that a father uses such an expression because he wants to make the man feel good that I'm marrying you off to one of my more mature older daughters, even if she's not the oldest one, maybe everything goes into the Suffolk. So therefore, it's the to say, both of these cases.